Hello and welcome to Mended Teacups, where we're sitting with our cups of tea, ready to chat with you about some of our home ed experiences. So, Helen, what's today's topic? Well, I feel we need a fanfare or something now. <laughs> yes, uh, we, we're going to talk about history, how to teach history <gasps> <Yay>! in home ed. <laughs> now, uh, history wasn't something I enjoyed at school at oh, all. Oh, was it not? Yeah, oh, okay. Couldn't, couldn't wait to get rid of it. Ah, cool, okay. Uh, but now I absolutely love history. I wow. find it really fascinating and I've learnt so much more yeah. since I've taught the children history. I'm not sure if they're interested in no. it as I am. <laughs> but I bet they are because isn't that part of it yeah. that actually if we're enthusiastic and they'll just, it's infectious, isn't it? Yes, and I think sometimes they're a bit surprised at what yes. other people don't know because to us it seems quite natural yes. to know things. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. Hey. So, yeah, how about you? Do, you? do your family enjoy history? Yes. Do you enjoy history? Yeah, we do, yes. we love. I think we really all love history, actually. And is that something that you've loved forever? Um, I think my husband probably has. Um, I have to say I didn't enjoy history that much at school. I did do it, but I didn't enjoy it that much. I didn't really dislike it, but it it was it it was neutral kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but I've always really enjoyed historical novels, just because I do. Mm. And um, and then and then, but certainly since we've started since we started homeschooling and we've done a lot of uh, sort of history and out and about kind of history and I, I mean I just find it absolutely fascinating I love it now and you know I love going out and finding out about places and and just seeing kind of the thread of history sort of through absolutely our, yeah. our world and making those connections then yes. when you're out and about yes yeah yes. yes. so what approach have you had taken with children doing ah. history with your children I was going to ask you that shall I go first <laughs> Um, okay then. Well, we we decided that we would uh, we would start chronologically. We haven't used a curriculum, and we just kind of thought we'd start chronologically. So this is sort of the second time going through. So we started. I think we did a bit of pre-Roman stuff. We basically did we've done UK history, and so sort of saw the Bushals, and um, and we've gone through it all the way with the boys um and then with our daughter oldest daughter kind of got the the second half of that first phase <laughs> and, then I, and then I started right back at the beginning <laughs> all the way um with with the girls so so it's been great um and we I, I you I have sort of a couple of sort of text type books that we've used sort of um ones that I just use the whole time one um and I've used them slightly different with the boys and the girls one an Usborne just a big Usborne fat book which has got lots of pictures and it doesn't it's not a story book but it's got lots of facts in and it's got pictures and it's colourful and it's nice um and then one a book called um this I think it's called the story of Britain by Patrick Dillon um and I can't remember where I got it from I have a feeling possibly he was at a church fete or something but I might have got that completely wrong um but anyway and it's lovely and it is it is a story um in, in the fact it doesn't have any dates in it it just kind of it tells a tells British history through stories um and and that's lovely and I use both because we've, we kind of talk we talk about that actually if you see a, an incident uh, like a, a traffic accident or something two different people will will see the same thing yes. and say it differently and so I've always used at least two books for every topic because actually different people will see things differently they do we often when we've been what doing you? We, yeah. when we've been doing history and I often say look you know if if we're reading an American book at the time and I often say to the children mm. I think this story would look different if we were reading the British version yes or you know which someone else would have said this very differently yeah that's you know often when I've done some American history and it's been quite 
funny, amusing, I suppose. Yeah. And saying to them, this isn't quite how I learned yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, so that's interesting. So yeah. so tell me what your perspective, how, how well, you've gone. We've always used Sunlight curriculum yes. for the for the children's uh, sort of um, background to home mm-hmm. ed. And their, their curriculum is very much built around history. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of at the core of their right. curriculum. Okay, then. Yeah. Um, they take you through world history uh, twice and American history twice. Mm-hmm. And in between, they take you through the East, history of the Eastern Hemisphere. Oh, wow. As well. So we've, we're now on to world history for the second time. Right. Um, I felt American history was kind of interesting so we did, but they we did a kind of condensed version of American right, history. Okay. So I shoehorned my own version of yes. British history into that as right, well okay in between. Then, yes. Um, so yes, did I just say world history? We're on yes, we're yes. on American history now oh, for right, the second okay time. Then. Okay, yeah. Which is very interesting. Um, something that I never knew about at school. Mm, yes, um, I don't know much not, about not huge really. amount about American history. Yeah. So that's been very. I think that's been quite interesting. We've yes. just got as far as the Civil War yeah. and how dreadful that was. Yeah. So and it really informs. I think that's what I'm finding with history. Mm. The more you understand what's gone on in the past, yes. the more you're informed about what's happening yes, now. Yes, you can understand today more, can't you? I think you Definitely. can. Yes. yes, I think so. So we've got some really great books, and Sunlight do it mainly through kind of they'll take a spine text, right. which is kind of a like Beelzebub book that yes. sort of thing, yes. which you which t- takes gives you the overview, but then they slot in a lot of historical fiction right yes to to bring that to bring yes. that to life yes um and currently we're reading a book called across five aprils which right, all set okay. in the civil war in america oh, okay. and it's kind of heartbreaking because oh. it is from the point of view of one lad who lived through it oh, and gosh, and yeah. all the you know how he had to become suddenly quite grown up because yes. he was the youngest lad yeah his older brothers went off to wow. the war gosh. and everything that they had to deal with yeah and all the tensions and pressures that were going on, it make really brings it to life for my daughters. So, you know, it does it does make them see it. Mm, I think reading. I think that's a really good point. I think reading kind of novels alongside your sort of like, that's a quite a good word. The spine books, kind of like my textbooks, yeah. um, is really good. We're reading. Um, at, we're reading Children of the New Forest at the moment because we're doing um, Civil War in England <laughs> at that time. And I'd never read Children of the New Forest before. Mm. Um, and uh and and it, and it's at that it's really good and actually last time we when we were doing the Tudors and Stuarts I got um recommended um I lent lent actually a book about um the rival rival queens Elizabeth and Mary and um and that that was also great and yes. I've definitely got a a Mary Queen of Mary the, the sorry not Mary Queen the, the other Mary as in the cousins um and um the sisters not the cousins sorry so sisters not the cousins <laughs> the half sisters so many Marys yeah, so many Marys the half sisters and um and she's a definite she's a definite budding Catholic now my oldest daughter because <laughs> she empathised so strongly with Mary <laughs> and I have to say I kind of really felt for Mary as well actually when you saw what she went through yeah so reading books are yeah that's it a, that is a that good empathy, yes it does it? doesn't just... it yes a different kind of level of understanding yes. and of course being in Britain we're so oh, richly served with absolutely. places and to go yes. and when I did our year in British history yes. we um, made a long list of all the places we wanted to see we didn't get them oh, all done lovely, yeah. <laughs> some of them were quite far away yeah. but um, yeah we have a few little yeah wish list of places to go back to yeah but just making the most of the opportunities oh, we have in this country there's yes. lots of beautiful history yeah um, we tried to make a list uh, of places to go related to different points in history oh that's yes that's a good idea and 
and visit them not entirely yeah. chronologically if we happen yeah. to be on holiday somewhere we would go. slot over are there any highlights any things that you kind of think oh that was great yeah i did enjoy being in winchester and seeing their version of the round table yeah, <laughs> yeah. a little bit of myth and legend there um obviously we went to see the stones at uh, stonehenge yeah that was quite good i'm just trying to think what we else what else we did that year that was a little while ago. I should be digging out you my book soon because again, we'll be doing yeah. it again next yeah. after when we finish British American yeah. history. We've um because we've sort of roughly taken a year to do a kind of a, a chunk in history. So you know a year for the you know Tudors and Tudors and a year for the Stuarts and a year for Victorians mm-hmm. and a year for medieval history and whatever. Um, so it's been quite a long time to be able to go and visit places. So we've obviously used our National Trust card a lot yes. to go and visit houses of different places, but um. But also, um, but also visiting other other places, um, and it's that and that has just been great. And actually, when I asked my older son, "What do you remember about history?" and he just said, "Oh, lots of cool outings. We really did do a lot of going places." And I guess, as you know, home educating, you can go away, during, especially if you've got a tent. You can, you know, you can, you can go <laughs> yes. away when everyone else is at school. Um, and so we did, we did a lot of of. Um, of visiting which yes. which was lovely and actually just recently and it was really lovely to see in a sense the other end of it you know as the boys are both out of out of homeschool now um and we're reading as a family um the book serum which is massively fat it kind of goes through my husband had read it years ago it kind of goes through it's a story and it kind of goes through um the entire history of britain as related to Sarah, you know, by Salisbury, yes. and um, and uh, it's going to take us years, I think. <laughs> we don't read it very often, and it's huge. But um, but uh, but anyway, we happened to be down that way, so we went to Sarah, and it was just really lovely watching the boys, particularly one of them. He was reading all the little plaques and all the little things mm-hmm. all about it, and you know, I was reading it a bit to the girls, and but he was really he was wanting to know. He was taking a while going around. He was, reading everything because he wanted to know and I thought oh no that that is we can never teach our children everything can we so actually what I would hope to do is to be able to inspire them to continue their learning so they become lifelong learners and that I have to say that was a that was a nice mum moment yes I bet it was (laughs) yeah Yeah, really good (laughs) yeah yeah we played a lot of when we were doing British history we played played a lot of the game monarchy which we still play oh I don't know that so the card game monarchy is basically one card for each of the monarchs of of Britain through the years from William up to our current queen yeah and then you collect them in sets right okay and get points for them and the children have learned because the points are related to how many years they reigned. Ah. So the children know which monarchs reigned for a long time. Ah. Um, they've learnt quite a lot from that. And what then, in fact, idea? each each card is a picture. Most of the pictures are in the National Portrait Gallery. So okay. when we were when we were able to go to London and visit yeah. the Portrait Gallery, yes. we were spotting, aha, there's that oh, king and that yeah, king with what? the actual picture oh, on the wall. To, I'll have to look for that, actually. That really sounds good. really good. And we use those pictures to draw our own versions and pop them up on the wall around. Yeah our living room as we were learning about them yeah I think I saw those actually so had great fun with that yeah that sounds (laughs) lovely yeah actually that reminds me there's um Osborne do a pack of (laughs) cards king kings and queens cards kings and queens of England Mm -hmm. just a little one and um and we did once on a um on a Saturday morning we we have 
porridge and we tend to either listen to something or, or do something together beginning of the weekend and um and that was a that was something we did once actually we looked through the kings and queens and we just had a card a day kind of thing and our oldest daughter still says that was one of her best saturday morning things to do she liked looking through <laughs> kings and queens <laughs> they're a fascinating set of people yes, they are aren't they the, yeah they're different and, yes. the, and the ways they came to the throne yes. at different times yeah i think that's the thing i found great with history teaching it to the children which which i never really got at school i think mm. my the way i was taught history in school there was a bit of this and a yes. bit of that um we were taught about corn the corn laws yes. or and and the spinning jenny yes and it's only when i was teaching it to the children i discovered wh- who was king at the time when that fitted in to mm. the rest why i was i didn't realize why i was being taught that yes. but now i can see yeah. Through having looked at the chronological sweep of history, yes. that came in its right place and that was pointing towards yeah. the next thing and yeah. how it slotted in and yeah. made a lot more sense. Yeah. And actually, <laughs> and also when, you know, if we are able to, when we're out and about, go and see places. So, for example, we've got um, relatives who live up near to sort of Derbyshire way. Um, when we've been up there and we've seen where the the Derwent River and other rivers all join and that was I think the beginning I think I've got this right it was it was if not the beginning the very near the beginning of the industrial revolution because they had all that water so it was the power um and so when we went into a like a a converted mill that was there and just saw sort of like the the bits that was left of it and and it kind of makes sense when you're when you when you see a see a place yeah. you can kind of see oh yes well that uh, that was why that happened there yes yes um so yeah that's yeah. A really because learning about america and seeing how because <clears throat> actually we, i mean we're talking about history but mm. it really the history is all tied in with the geography mm. like we we're saying about the rivers and so on absolutely learning about the expansion of america up to the appalachian mountains right, yeah. to start then up yeah. to the mississippi river yeah. yeah and you can look on a map and see well that's an obvious place yeah. for these sort of stopping points and it makes sense together to look to to tie in the geography mm. and the history. And I know geography is more yes. than maps, yes. isn't it? It's about peoples. Yes. And so on. When we did Eastern Hemisphere, that was amazing because that was history oh, and the, wow. very much about the peoples. Yeah. In a part of the world I know very much yes. less about. Yes. So yeah, that was fascinating yeah. to me too. Yeah. Yeah. We did. I was going to say, as I say, um, most of we've done a lot of British history, but actually um, the world history we, we have done, I have used, um, I did use a curriculum for that, um, an Answers in Genesis one by Diana Waring, which, because uh, I think I'd come to the end of, we'd sort of come to the end of, of um, our chronological history with the boys, and the older one was now doing GCSEs, and I kind of wanted something for the younger one to do, but not go back to the beginning again. <laughs> so, um, um, and that was that was really good, and that is world history. It's a kind of three-year curriculum. I think I'm certainly going to to do it with the girls. It's it's vast. It's a huge. It's mm. huge, and and I think I try to be to use it a bit too much. I think if I'd use it a bit more lightly with him, I, uh, because he's dyslexic, I think he found some of it too difficult. Even though she's very good about about different children's learning styles mm. and the way that and everything. Um, but but I'm going to use it with um, with the girls, and that's really good because it gives it's lots of hands-on stuff, lots of practical stuff. And I think our oldest daughter, because she enjoys writing and she loves history, I think she'll absolutely love it. Um, and um, and it's also got it's old enough to have got CDs with it. It's probably all on audio now, <laughs> but we've got CDs. And so actually, we've listened as a family. We've listened to them in the car when we're on journeys because mm. that, because they're they're really 
So um, when by the time you do that with the girls, they'll be quite they'll familiar. Have, they'll with... can say they'll have heard it. Yeah, yeah. that'll be good actually, because yeah. then that, then that will then tie it together. Yes, and so that's sort of the bit that we've done a bit more world history. Yeah. Yeah. We've talked a lot about talking history. Yes. What did you do about sort of getting the kids to do history? Did you? As in, write sort of yeah, record it. Yeah, did you get it. them to write, record? What did you? Yes. How did you approach that? Yes, I'm, I'm trying to think. I was so long ago with the boys. Yes, I think normally every I, I do tend to be quite ordered. So if we sort of had a history history morning once a week kind of thing, um, and I would get them to to either to write down. Sometimes I mean, I'm not greatly creative because we we just love all the talking bit, and, and so I was run out of steam when it came to writing <laughs> it down. But um, but. Uh, but um, sometimes I think we did a scroll at, at one stage. Um, sometimes we do things like when it was um, Magna, the Magna Carta. I think again we sort of did a did a um, scroll when it was a kind of ancient thing. We sometimes did writing bits and pieces down mm -hmm. on and then scrunching it up with paper and putting tea on it, kind of thing, <laughs> to make it look really... to make it look old. And then other times I might have got them to write letters. You know, we'll pretend you're so and so, write a letter to such and such, or so they got a bit older. You know, we'll try and evaluate what you thought about this or this or. But but off, at the moment it was stage now with the girls with the the older one, um, and she doesn't like any of that. She actually just likes to to write facts right um so so that I, suits her so that suits her <laughs> so she actually she actually just tends to to just write facts if we've whatever we've done that day yeah. just say we'll just write me she basically just narrates what i've said and that's what she likes to do whereas i did try to be more creative with the boys but actually probably they would have been quite fine doing that <laughs> i don't know what about you yeah I, did, I think like you very much like you a bit of mix and match um yeah at the moment the girls tend to be writing down some of their notes I mm. what I try and say is what what caught your interest can mm. you write down about that sometimes mm. it'll be a okay I'll, I'll fire you some questions write yes. down the answers sometimes we just don't really have that time in the day yes so my kind of our history responses at tea tell daddy what we learned about in yes. history today and that repeating back I think that's mm. part of yeah so we do a bit of mix and match over the yes. time I've, I found one the other day, a little project with mini project where we'd made a little video with our oh, Playmobil. Lovely. Oh, yes. Okay, acting yes, out the story yeah. of Gregory and, Yang and the oh, Angles. Oh, yes. Oh, fun. <laughs> so that's quite hilarious to yes. look back at. Yeah. Um, so sometimes I've said, you know, let, well, go and do a radio report, record yourself that's telling the story. Yes. So, yeah, kind of mix yes, and match. Yeah. But just trying to do something, some sort of response. Yes. Mainly to make sure that they're concentrating on trying to absorb it when they're listening yes. because it is easy for mum's voice to just waft over yes, your head <laughs> yes yes <laughs> so, um, yeah yeah so I, I usually try and say let's have something to do yes. to, just to focus you a little bit while I'm talking to you you are meant to be taking yes. this in writing with a feather we've done that as well oh, you're doing yes. the writing with you know feather and paint yeah that's um, all good yeah but it is it's it's I've, I've been I certainly have enjoyed history with the kids yeah. definitely yes I've got photographs of them dressed up as a statue. I can't remember oh, which statue. Yes. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> and actually, cooking as well. Sometimes we've done diff we've done a, a meal, like a medieval meal, oh. and we we you know researches the sorts of things that they would have cooked, um, which wasn't very nice actually. And um, <laughs> and you know put lots of candles on, and then put some you know um, call chanting monastic music on, which obviously they wouldn't have had a high five, but you know <laughs> we put that on, um, and. Um, yeah, so that's been quite fun. And actually, when we did, we did do a kind of like a big block of American history. It was while we were moving house. We didn't do an awful lot else. We just did American history. And we'd been reading the Little House of Lawling as well, mm. the books. Um, and, um, and that was really fun. And we did, as well as a 
you know, as we've talked about before, because we live fairly near to the um, American Museum, as you do, and um, that, and we've got a, a crock pot, kind of like a Dutch oven. So you know, we 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 found out recipes that they would have cooked on the Dutch ovens, and we made bread like they would have done, and so that that was really that was really fun doing. So I'm looking forward, and we made a, a separate little book actually all about American history. So. Um, oh, and that was a fun yeah. project. So I'm looking forward to doing that again. Yes. The, our old daughter was too young. She joined in, but she's too young to record anything. So um, I'm looking forward to doing it when she's a bit older, because I think she will love all the creative side of making a book all about American history. Definitely. Enjoy that. That's a few ideas about teaching history in mm -hmm. home ed. Maybe you've got some more ideas uh, you can share with us. Uh, uh, it's really great to have you along with us. Thanks for listening.